Hey folks, Ryan Kennedy here, and I'm coming at you with a topic in today's show that I'm really excited to share because it's one of the most simple, easy things people can start doing that doesn't require any cost, any money, and really makes such a massive impact on your health, but also your quality of life and you know several other factors. And I think there's a little bit of confusion when it comes to the details. So what I'm talking about is oftentimes referred to as low-level physical activity, aka movement. You know, when most people talk about exercise, they really focus on high intensity stuff, you know, like chronic cardio, going for a run or going and lifting weights at the gym or doing some high intensity interval training. And those are all freaking awesome. I love all those modalities of exercise, but folks tend to underestimate the power and benefits of simply going for a walk. You know, our society tends to have this extremist mindset. And that if you aren't drenched in sweat doing high intensity exercise, then surely you're not getting much benefit. But this, this is really far from the truth. You know, and like I mentioned, resistance training, interval training, these are excellent options for building muscle and have far reaching benefits. But one of the most important aspects to any exercise program when it comes to the kind of big picture is movement throughout the day. The simple act of going for a walk and keeping the body in motion and not staying seated on your butt all day long is so freaking critical and really adds up over the course of the day. And while exercise is really important, like I mentioned, the true key to maintaining a healthy weight or burning fat, having you know extended lifespan and health span, and you know, this concept of improving our longevity and you know, just feeling good, having good brain function, good hormonal balance is constant movement throughout the day. And that adds up to be far more impactful than just a 30 to 60 minute workout. Uh, so walking is something that's so simple. It's fairly easy and it's virtually accessible to everyone. So, you know, I'm going to go through some benefits that are oftentimes overlooked with it when it comes to something as simple as walking. And then I'm going to give some action steps and some advice towards the latter part of this episode on what you can do and how you can take this information and start applying it to your life to really reap all these benefits. So Hippocrates, who's known as the father of, of natural medicine, uh, he, he said back in the day, walking is man's best medicine. And it's true, we get so many benefits. It makes essentially everything in your body work better. Helps to burn belly fat, helps to reduce insulin resistance, it improves your immune system function, it helps to reduce stress-related hormones, positively impacts your genetic expression. I mean, I could go on and on, folks, about all the benefits of just going for a simple 30 or 40 minute walk. So it's going to have a big reduction in your risk for multiple chronic diseases uh, and the complications from things like diabetes. And you know, it's also really gonna help with brain function. It's gonna help with you know, reducing your chances for dementia or Alzheimer's uh, related issues because when we move our bodies, we increase blood flow to the brain, which helps to improve what's called BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is like miracle growth for your neurons. It's like fertilizer for your brain. And so this is really helpful for when it comes to improving cognitive function and really preventing cognitive decline. Like I said, it helps with weight loss. Um, and it could be even more effective, more effective in some ways than high intensity exercise. Now, let me explain this. Because we're doing a lower intensity form of movement, we're gonna burn a higher percentage of body fat as fuel versus if we go for a run and we're doing a higher intensity form of movement, we're gonna tap into more stored carbohydrates in the form of glycogen. So we're actually able to tap into higher percentage of body fat loss when we're doing lower intensity forms of exercise like walking. 
And I want to also stop here and add in that there's lots of other forms of this low intensity movement. Walking is a common one, but you can also mix in a, a mild uh, bike ride. You know, if you're doing some intense mountain biking, that's a little different situation, but you know, going for a bike ride, doing some swimming. One of my favorites is doing some paddling on a stand-up paddleboard or on a kayak. It's an incredible form of movement. And also things like gardening, house chores, just kind of keeping the body in motion. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a walk per se, but as I record this, I'm actually walking on my treadmill. You know, I have a walking workstation. And so I love to do a lot of my computer work while I'm moving, just because of how beneficial it is for my, for my brain. So let me get back on track with the benefits of walking. Uh, so, you know, like I said, it helps with weight loss and, you know, constantly moving throughout the day can even be a better strategy for losing a few extra pounds than a one hour workout coupled with being seated all day long. So choosing a form of exercises that is sustainable, low impact, and, you know, is really something that you can do on a regular basis like walking is an excellent option. Now it's not gonna replace your resistance training. It's still not going to you know, negate the need for interval or a higher intensity uh, exercise, but it's going to complement it beautifully. Uh, walking has been shown to improve your mood. You know, it, it increases the release of these feel good neurotransmitters in your brain like dopamine, which can help to alleviate mild depression, can help you stay more motivated and just increase your you know, overall feelings of, of happiness and, you know, really help you feel, just feel better, you know, throughout the day. And I really believe movement uh, creates real, really positive emotions. And so well, that's one of the best ways I always recommend to my patients, my practice is if you're feeling down, doing something as simple as just going outside for a walk in the sunshine can be one of the greatest ways to amplify the mood boosting benefits uh, by getting that sun exposure, which we'll talk about in a future episode. And then just coupling that with walking and you feel freaking fantastic. Uh, and to even amplify that a level further, kick your shoes off, walk barefoot in the sand or the grass while you're exposing some skin to the sun. And you're really going to tap into the photoelectric effect of the uh, earth and the sun. And it's really going to have a positive response to, our, to your biology. So that's one of my favorite things is just going for a walk on the beach, barefoot. We're getting grounded. You're getting sun exposure. You're getting your movements and kind of hitting, you know, multiple multiple levels of, of benefits with, with something like that. Uh, moving forward, you know, it, it helps to reduce insulin resistance, walking and movement in general. So insulin is an important hormone secreted by our pancreas, which helps to normalize blood sugar, among many other things. And one of the foundational problems with many people's diets is the overconsumption of high glycemic carbohydrates, aka starches and sugars, which tend to cause a big spike in blood glucose. And your body normalizes your blood sugar by releasing this hormone insulin from your pancreas. The problem with this is that repeated blood sugar spikes and insulin secretions is that this excess insulin in chronic amounts can lead to insulin resistance and lead to many health problems because insulin is our body's number one fat sto storage hormone. Having too much of it too frequently will lead to massive weight gain. And because it be causes uh, your cells to become less sensitive to it, it desensitizes the cells to your insulin, you have to produce more and more to accomplish the same effect. And this kind of roller coaster of blood glucose and insulin is what leads to type 2 diabetes, obesity, metabolic syndrome. And you know, luckily, by keeping your body in motion and going for a walk after your meal, it helps to level out that postprandial blood sugar level. So your post-meal blood sugar level gets leveled out when you go for a walk after you eat, which is massively beneficial for reducing the amount of insulin your body needs to produce 
and really helps with keeping your energy more stable, helping with your digestive system, has a lot of benefits. So one of the best times you could go for a walk is right after you finish eating, go for a 15 to 30 minute walk after dinner, after lunch. It's one of the best things you could do to really enhance uh, the overall function of your body. And it's, you know, a lot of studies have also shown just simply taking a walk in nature really helps to support your immune system function. You know, and there's a lot of elements at play with this, everything from compounds that the trees emit in the air that we breathe in that supports our immune system to the serene environment and the de decompression and, and de-stress um, that nature provides, but also the movement can really be helpful. Uh, so overall, I could continue to go on and on about the benefits of movement, um, but you know, understand that it's really helpful for balancing hormones, for extending your health span, for positively influencing your genetic expression, and really to live a long, healthy life, get off your butt and start moving. You know, it's, it's as simple as that. So we oftentimes, you know, when I share this information with patients in my practice or other people, you know, students and, and people in my, my courses and programs, they oftentimes ask, you know, like, Ryan, it's tough because I work at a, a desk in an office and I'm in front of a computer and, you know, I can't just leave every five minutes to go for a walk. And I get that. So here are a few key tips I'm going to cover to incorporate more walking into your lifestyle. So what you need to understand is these things may seem insignificant, but over the course of time, they really add up and they really couple well with each other and have a compound effect. So things simple like parking further from your destination and walking, not spending time circling the parking lot, looking for the closest parking spot, but actually doing the opposite, intentionally parking further and then just walking. So you get that movement in inherently taking the stairs rather than the elevator, having a, uh, walking buddy or a friend or a family member where you could go out on daily walks, whether it be in the evenings, in the mornings, really, really going to be helpful. And then, you know, having a pet like a dog that you could go walk that gets you outside beneficial for your pup and everyone wins. Uh, adopting a treadmill walking workstation. So that's what I mentioned I'm on right now. As I go through a lot of my calls throughout the day, answering emails, getting some work done. I love to be walking because it increases your cognitive function. And many of the greatest thinkers throughout history always came up with their best ideas and their best work while they were out walking. So I absolutely love being able to walk and work. Um, and you know, if you have questions about treadmill workstations, feel free to reach out, send me a message, send me an email. I could send you the uh, one that I have and you know, some more information about that. Uh, another thing is making walking part of your post-dinner routine is fantastic. And then another thing that really helps is just setting reminders setting alarms on your phone or using an app uh, that could just help to remind you to get up and move throughout the day. A um, couple other things is during your work day, just be mindful that every hour or so, try and get up, even if it's just for 30 seconds or a minute, just to walk around the office, maybe go grab a cup of water, hit go to the restroom, whatever it might be, and always amp, you know, really utilize your time during your lunch break and uh, you know, just when you do have more freedom over your time, to be walking, not to be sitting inside if you have the freedom to get outside and go for a walk. So adding these small changes to your daily habits will make a massive improvement over time. Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, I really wanna focus in on the benefits of walking after your meals. So walking right when you finish eating can really lead to decreasing that blood sugar and really lead to an overall better glycemic variability. So more blood sugar stability. 
And what this means in practical in practical terms is it's going to reduce any weight gain or, or gaining body fat. It's going to reduce brain fog. You'll have better mental clarity. You're going to reduce fatigue, so you're going to have more energy. And it's going to provide all sorts of countless benefits to your long-term health. It's going to aid digestion, so you get better nutrient absorption. And it's going to have just a lot of far-reaching benefits to your quality of life. Um, and this doesn't have to be a walk per se after your meal. Like I say, you can go for a bike ride, do some chores around the house, do some yard work, play with your kids or play with your dog. All these things are going to be great. As long as you're just avoiding being seated and being sedentary, you're going to receive a lot of these benefits. So understand walking is time well spent. One last thing I'll share as we wrap up the episode is the benefits of walking in the morning before you eat breakfast. One of the best things I've found for burning fat, having stable energy levels, maintaining good metabolic health is to go for a walk in the morning before you eat breakfast. And this is a, such a simple thing that goes a long way where you couple essentially some herbal tea or a cup of coffee with a 20 to 30 minute walk, the option to go longer, but that's a good minimum is getting out for 20 to 30 minutes, ideally outside in the sunshine if you can. I understand if it's winter or if it's really cold out, you might need to walk inside on a treadmill, but going outside, walking outside in the sunshine so you get that natural light, drinking a little coffee or tea because the caffeine in the coffee or tea is going to accelerate your body's ability to burn fat while you're doing this low intensity exercise, AKA walking, in a fasted state before you've eaten breakfast. This works incredibly well, folks. And it's something I do on a daily basis, not just for the, the body composition side of things, but because of how much energy and how good I feel when I adopt this. So make it a priority. Go for a 30 minute walk after dinner on a daily basis. Start your day with 30 minutes of walking and then just really focus in on doing more movement throughout the day and minimizing your time spent prolonged seated and you'll see incredible benefits in all aspects of your health and your, your overall wellness. So I appreciate you tuning into today's episode. That's all I have for you today. Until next time, hope you tune into the next episode and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can find the show notes and resources we discussed at ryankennedyshow.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Much love, everyone.